0: Welcome to the Core Concepts Finance Podcast. I am your host, Sadine Komatic, and this is Episode 1, Living Forward. And with that epic fanfare and theme, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Welcome back, my dear listener. If you are listening again today, I am assuming that you have taken time out of your busy life to listen to our preview episode, and that this humble servant has passed the test of being worthy of speaking unto your wise and discerning ears. For this privilege, good sir and or madam, I am most grateful— I shall endeavor to ensure that your investment of valuable time is rewarded multifold as we again come together on our journey through life, money, and success. I would never be found guilty of doing anything less in my service to you. Today, in our first true episode, we'll establish the framework and the mentality that we'll be operating from in our quest to create that powerful, intentional life I've spoken of, We are going to pin down a major component of exactly what we're trying to accomplish and why it's so essential for us to achieve it. And we will study just the whys and the hows of how personal finance is a key in this master plan. We are going to discuss living forward. The fundamental question that I have for you as we start out today is one that burns deeply in my soul. And you may say, Cedine, you're being so melodramatic so early. And that's what I try to bring, because if I bring the melodrama early, you'll say, you know, at least I think he's really into what he's trying to do, so I'm going to keep following along and see where it goes. I'm going to see if there's sincerity underlying that, or if he's just trying to do a quick hit on me to increase my interest and up his listenership. Well, see, I, I don't know. I have to be persuasive. I have to be artistic in the art of persuasion and such things. So let, let's let start with a big picture major question and see if I can again grip your attention. What I'm deeply passionate about is this idea of when you look at your life, you look at everything that really matters, major areas of life success, and you do an honest introspection. You look deep inside yourself in anything that you feel is significant, faith and friendship and family and finances, you tell me what it is that matters to you. And I want you to ask yourself, honestly, are you drifting along? Now, you may say, Sudeen, I, I don't know, what do, you, what do you mean by this drifting? Why, why is this such a big deal? Why are you leading off with this concept of, of floating along? What's wrong with enjoying life a little bit and going through the drift? And, and see, here is where I feel so deeply that people, when, when there's a drift in life, the drift is more than just floating along aimlessly from one day to the next. I feel like when I say drift, what I'm asking you to think about is, are you just playing the game of life in, let's, let's call it survive in advance? Are you getting up every day? And you are doing just enough fighting and struggling and toughing it out so that you can have the grand reward of making it to the next day. Because you see, that life of survive in advance is one that I feel so many of us live in so many ways every day. When we think of life, life is the grind. It's the grind to just make sure that everything holds together well enough, long enough so that we can push forward so that someday, maybe somehow we'll see the progress we want to see. And maybe it's not even that, even if we're grinding through and, and keeping the progress just day to day fighting through and making it happen. A lot of times this idea that I'm going to speak toward of living forward is one that you can't even fathom or accomplish because you're stuck in the majority of ways and spaces of life. You're you're stuck chasing through all of the complications of yesterday, yester week, yester month, yester year. You are still dealing with the consequences of the past that has created a life, and again, this is a very broad idea across many spectrums, but you know those ideas to which I refer Where you are just trying to keep up with the things that past you has done to present you. Forget about future you. We are stuck just putting together enough to stay in the now and keep the now functional. And this is one of the most fundamental problems that I want to address. My experience has taught me that drifting is a central issue that we have to fight and overcome in order to create this meaningful life that everyone wishes to experience, yet vast majority of us are never able to reach. I would have to say that the drift, it's something that plagues almost all of us some way, somehow. And it's common far more often in far more than one area of life. Drifting is the way of life for the vast majority of people in our society today. We are just doing enough to make it. Here at the Core Concepts Finance Podcast, we are not going to be the people who just do enough to make it. We are going to do enough to break it. Ah, oh, see, see how clever I am with the rhyming and such. No, we're going to break this mode, this model of just getting along and just getting by. Now, you've heard all the motivation, blah, blah, cha, blah before, and you may be skeptical, and you may say, okay, Celine, whatever, really, I, I know that that's great and all, but do you really think that this is a thing that can happen, that I can break out of the mode of my life and see some things come together that I've always envisioned and dreamed of, or perhaps you're just too skeptical and you say that that era is past, the era of hopes and dreams has eluded you and there will be no going back to creating this life that you once had a vision of. You have had, no matter what area of life that we're referring to, again, very broad, you've had a picture of the world you wanted to create. And I am almost certain that in some significant area... That picture that you created of the dream world and the dream life is not the one that you're living out today. And you see no path to living it out in the future. And that doesn't have to be the way that your life pans out. It is the reality of today, but we're here to talk about taking the control of the future of tomorrow. And if you'll come along and be open-minded to some controversial ideas that I'm going to expose you to today and say, you know, maybe that is the thing that is different enough to motivate me and cause me to take this leap forward that I've never had before, I have faith and confidence that we can really accomplish some things together. But before that happens, we should take a brief time out and reflect. We should think about how did it ever become this way? How did we transition from... Once upon our time in our youthful hopes and dreams, having this grand design for everything we wanted to have happen in life, and yet lo and behold, we haven't been able to create any of it. Perhaps very little of what we envision for ourselves as coming to pass or can come to pass based on the trajectory we're on today. How did it happen like this? There were a number of reasons that we turned around one day and realized, Oh, I'm in this situation. I don't really like this situation. How can I escape this situation? How can I change the world that I created for me? Most of them you'll really recognize immediately. It all begins, you know, with the basics. We're we're all about the fundamentals. Let's talk about the concept of awareness. You've never really sit down and thought about anything that I've decided I'm just going to take off ranting about. A few minutes in and I'm ranting semi-coherently about this big picture, big dream versus where you are today stuff, but you've really never thought about it. You haven't wrestled at all with what I'm saying. You've looked around and you've just said, this is life, and okay. This is fine. I will continue in this vein and this path of life. And you've never stopped and thought deeply about how how did it end up like this? What was the path that I traveled that led here instead of the path that I wanted to travel that would have led there? And if you're unaware of how this came to be, that's very understandable because as we've discussed often and will discuss more going forward, Our principal problem that we are grappling with in our day and era and time and place and space and words are these distractions. We are overcome with not only the classic and traditional distractions of life that our great forefathers wrestled with once upon a time, we are burdened with the distraction of overload, information, technology, media, infinite overload and we are so blinded by so many things in so many places with so many people, there's no time. There's no time to ever stop and think about us and where we're going and what we need to do and what needs to be accomplished. It's a mere fleeting thought amidst the chaos in our minds because this world that we live in now, the world of infinite ongoing information communication, it's, it's too much. We transition not only from being distracted, even if you're aware and, and you say, you know, life isn't trending exactly where I want, how I want, how can that be? But you're distracted, you've probably hit the level of being overwhelmed. It might not be enough to just say that the distractions are here, but they're just too much. It's too much, too fast. Every day of life is a little too stressed beyond measure and compare for you to continue to tackle right? This is the world we live in. If, if we're deeply honest with ourselves sometimes, this is where we have found ourselves. We found ourselves in this situation. It's too much. It's just too much. I, I, I'm losing my mind. And so I'm just going to do the bare minimum enough to keep pumping through all of this chaos that my world has surrounded me with, that I have brought to pass in my life. And A lot of times what we're guilty of, unfortunately, we may have, again, there are different ways and angles of viewing the reality that you've created today. A lot of times we've probably deceived ourselves as well. And we may not have taken the proper viewpoint of saying, you know, a lot of this... I, I really might have brought this on myself. I have made some fascinating life decisions that have brought me to this point and And yeah, I have a lot to do with this. This this crazy-go-nuts world where I'm not making progress and the things that are important to me, I, I might have a lot to do with that because I wasn't very smart sometimes. And, uh, whoops, but if you're not having that honesty moment with yourself and and you're deceiving yourself, it's going to be hard to move forward. But these are a lot of the reasons that we end up drifting. This is where the aimlessness comes from. And what are the results if we just keep living in the drift and, and floating on aimlessly through everything and not grappling with ever moving toward anything we want to see happen in our lives? Well, There will be consequences, ladies and gentlemen. We live in the world of actual legitimate consequences. And some of the ones that we need to be prepared to grapple with if we can't stop and reset our minds and think through this problem that we have of not making progress, we're going to have to look back and think about the lost opportunities of life. We are going to be headed toward a future where someday... The vast majority of life has passed and only a small amount of life remains. And we look backward and say, what could have been? Is that not the classic scenario? Is that not the classic problem? The the, the old person looks back in pain and regret and sorrow. I invested so much time, so much money, so much effort in XYZ, QBX, XRQ, whatever it was. And this is where I am now. And you know that your life could have been something amazing. Your life had the potential to be something that was inspirational and leave a legacy impact and you could have done so many things in so many ways, but you lost the opportunity, couldn't fight through the present and that present just followed you day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year. It was always there and you'll feel some confusion. You'll say, really, how did it come to this? How did I end up in this world where I wasn't able to? to make happen what I knew I could make happen. It was within my ability. It was my desire. It was my passion. It was my dream, whatever it was. And it didn't come to pass. And, and you're confused. You, you feel this deep expense that your most valuable assets of life, your time, your money, your effort, again, they, they've all gone by the wayside. And, and why did it end up this way? You, are you're not the least bit of fun today, are you? Well, no, no, I want to be fun. This, this is going to be a fun show. This will be the land of happy thoughts, sunshines, and rainbows, maybe sometime. I don't know. I'm not sure if that's particularly my style or not. But this is important. I can't enjoy bringing this podcast to you if we don't grapple with important ideas, right? There's plenty of entertainment in the world. There are far more skilled entertainers in the world than your local Sedine. I can assure you of that. So, I just try to bring the meat and potatoes sometime. And I hope that you aren't too burdened with the depth of the ranting today without the happy-go-lucky laugh time that I'll try to bring it sometimes. People, you know, your your listening pleasure is important to me. But this idea that we're grappling with today, it's fundamental to what we're going to accomplish and do here. So I want us to deep dive a little bit before we really get to, you know, anything else that's happy-go-lucky fun. I want to give you a mission of sorts. If if anything that I've spoken about over the past several minutes has struck a chord with you at all, and and somewhere in Sadine's wandering rant, you're like, you know, I think there might have been some wisdom in that wandering rant. I can think of an area of life, or I have felt that I'm not accomplishing or moving forward or making happen what needs to make happen because I'm just day to day, over time, time and again, surviving and advancing. Is there anything really that I can do that hasn't been presented before. So I mean, you're not just going to repeat the old ideas and the old adages and, and bore us with mediocre motivation. Surely not. And no, no, I would never have that for you are my most treasured and dear audience. And I would not deprive you of anything less than the most brilliant wisdom that I could conceive. And I think I, I have some brilliant wisdom here, but you'll need to be open-minded because we're going to take a journey into the exotic perspective of how to think about Your life moving from here to there. How to break the mold. What is going to be the impetus for change? I have something for you. If you could change this drift, if you had some course of action that if you were willing and able to engage with it, you could legitimately start to turn around this massive impending Titanic-like disaster, right? Oh, Sadine, again, with the melodrama, why this Titanic reference? Because I value your life too much. Your life is this grandiose journey that could be occurring, yet instead of it heading toward its destination the way that it should be, and saying it heading off into the sunset of fantastic super awesomeness, you are instead heading toward that gigantic iceberg of death doom and misery that's in front of you because you're not taking full control and you're going to waste the potential that only you can achieve and you know you can say that that's kind of cheese ball if you like i I believe it you are someone everyone is someone who can bring some incredible potential impact if only they'll take control so we're not going to let this disaster happen i'm going to give you a mission that will help you accomplish just that if you'll take me at my word and be willing to try some things out, I would suggest a means by which you could close the gap between dreams and reality and make real meaningful progress in all areas of your life. Okay, so what's the big lead in? Where are we going? Where are we going? Your mission, dear friend, is I want you to consider the benefits of a life plan. I mean it. I'm serious. I want you to make a real deal written plan for your life. Whatever you want your life to become, I submit that you should clearly and specifically begin to write out your dream reality in all meaningful areas according to your priorities, and just yours, and not anyone else's. This is a unique process to you. Sadeen, really? Really, you want me to write out this lengthy, extravagant plan? Well, that, that depends on you, dear listener. This is an exercise by you for you. Nothing crazy. Maybe it's a few pages. Maybe you need a life plan of 15 pages if your heart and soul is in it. But if you're serious about accomplishing your life's potential, this is one action that if you will consider committing to paper the wants, hows, and whys of the future you want, you'll start to accomplish some change that you may have never thought possible before. Does this sound like work? Did I just lead off with saying, hey, you should uh, do some work. You should write a lot. Well, Yes, yes I did actually, because absolutely this should be work. This is your life. It's time to take charge, people. If you're here listening to me, rather than frivolously wasting your time elsewhere, I already know that you've got this. Somewhere in you is this internal desire, drive, motivation to do something. I already know that you have it in you to sit down and think about what life should be for you. I want you to begin with some hard hitting questions and start wrapping your brain around this exercise. Ask yourself, someday, once upon a future year, how do you want your life to be remembered? Let's, let's really begin, as the classic saying goes, let's begin with the end in mind. Wherever your end is, oh, city, so you've just totally lost me now. This, this is downright morbid. What, what is this craziness? No, no, just, just, again, I use the phrase, you have to work with me. You have to be willing to let me come to you with, with some different angles, perspectives, ideas. Begin with the end in mind. How do you want to be remembered? Ask yourself what matters most. Have you ever really, genuinely asked yourself without letting society or others dictate what your priorities should be? I wonder, because we live in a world where it's very easy to let friends and family, our environment, our upbringing, our culture set priorities for us. And I'm not sure that all of us have ever taken time instead of being told what should be and what we ought to be to answer deeply within ourselves what really matters most to us. And this is something you have to come to terms and grips with deeply delve within you and ask, what is it? What's important? What should I be making progress? in? I know I should be making progress it. I know this matters, but I'm not. Why ask yourself, How can I get from where I am to where I want to be? Is there a way? Can I create some framework? If I had infinite time, infinite resources, infinite money, space, whatever you should need, could you design that path that would lead you from today to that promised future? Could you do it? And the answer is yes. If you'll really be honest with yourself and be willing to undertake the exercise, you can. There is a way and a path to the dream world that you desire to create for yourself. It doesn't have to be the dream world, it can be a reality world, if you'll take me up on my proposition and consider the benefits of a real life plan. What we're trying to do with this exercise is we're trying to create this nice, homemade, custom GPS for your life. We're trying to create a physical document that for whatever destination you are choosing, will get you where you want to be as efficiently as possible, providing constant feedback and rerouting you as often as you need, right? So we're driving along, and you know, some of you are old enough like me. One of my favorite sayings now that I'm an old, withered 30-year-old is I can say, back in my day, once upon a time, before technology ruled the earth, It was possible to be off course, right? And you really legitimately had no idea where you were going or what you were doing and there was no convenient voice from the electronic metaverse saying, oh, well, you're actually completely, totally misdirected 360, backward retarded from where you need to be going, so do this instead, right? So once upon a time, the world did not have these conveniences to them and there was no way to easily know. You had to work very hard to figure out the correct destination path. It wasn't natural and clear and obvious, right? And so now what we need to do is we need to make this plan that says, well, I'm going here. And if I'm going to get here, I should do this. And if I do this and would legitimately engage with it, I would find that it was possible for me to make progress that I want to make. So if you were to tackle this project, project, oh, am I already down to the negative 0.3 viewers? Have I gone negative in listenership already? See, that that would be unfortunate because this is a wonderful, worthwhile exercise if you will give it time and thought and energy because I would think your life would be worth it. I do believe your life is worth it. You're going to clarify some priorities more easily choosing how your precious resources are being allocated. Should you really invest yourself into, I don't know, whatever side hobby you're deeply passionate about. Perhaps you have a fondness for dog waxing, but you wrestle with, well, should I spend my time dog waxing? Or should I be in the gym working on health and wellness? Should you be buying the auto Waffle Egg maker 10,000? Or perhaps you should be investing in your Roth IRA for your retirement well-being and wealth building. See, these, these are the difficult decisions, people, that we have to grapple with. There are benefits that beyond clarifying our priorities of what decisions we need to make and how by allocating our resources, that we can try to find that balance, right? Because our struggle is we have so many areas of life and we're trying to figure out how to keep them all in check, right? So that this one is doing as it should with this much time, but the other can do as it should with this much time. Is it going to be all work, no play? Is it going to be all play, no work? That that one seems to be an ongoing problem many, many times. We're, we're not quite accomplishing enough work. Are you all spendy, no savey? Are you all savey, no spendy? See, uh, I kind of like the last one. All savey, no spendy is a style that speaks deeply to me, and I really enjoy it because I I like Future I want to take care of that guy. But you've got to find the balance. And oh, thank God for my dear sweet wife, who always helps me stay very, very balanced. Uh, we have to have the ability to filter opportunities. So we have to be able to look at everything we could do in life. And if you ever sat back and really thought about it, there's a lot that you could do with your life. And you have to be able to analyze whatever action, course, opportunity, mission, objective thing that you are going to deal with, you have to have the ability to look at something that's going to take up some time and some money and some effort and say, is it worth it? You have to have the ability to make that right decision. And when you don't have a plan, you have no real objective measure by which to say, well, I think objective X, Y, Z here is really worthwhile. I'm going to pursue it with some time, money, and effort. But I don't know that heading over here and wasting my time on this is really something that I need to be thinking about for my future. You have to be willing to build and make this filter and say, hey, I have something in this life plan that I'm talking about where will decision X lead to desire outcome Y? If it's going to decisively move you toward your planned outcomes, you're going to do it. If you have to learn how to say no in yourself to others in order to make something happen, you'll learn to say no to yourself and to others where appropriate in order to make some things happen that are consistent with your plan. You're going to have to have the ability to face reality because there is this moment where you have a straight stare down of you versus you. This is mano a mano, womano to womano lockdown battle of you saying I'm not going to have a victimhood mentality. Circumstances, whatever they are, however they happen, they happen to everyone. The rain falls on the just. The rain falls on the unjust. Your life to this point is you. Is it complete? Is it all that you want it to be? Where is it complete? Where is it not? And when you take the time to, again, we come back to this concept of honesty with oneself. If you can't get beyond... The ability to see that you have to dig in to the world you have made the world you have created yes some things happen to us but life will be full of events events do not determine outcomes responses determine outcomes have you taken the correct responses have you taken the correct courses of action have you responded in the manner that you should such that you created the reality you wanted. And oftentimes, if we're all honest with ourselves, the answer is no, we haven't created the reality we wanted because we made some boneheaded decisions along the way in our responses to life's events. We haven't had an opportunity to sit back and start envisioning the future. And if you were willing to undertake this plan exercise, having a life plan, starting to think about, you know, it might be good if I planned my life, you would start seeing the future in a way you've never seen it before. This is kind of the fun part. What areas of your life would look like the dreams that you want them to be if you had a 100% probability of success? If you were absolutely locked in certain to succeed in anything you cared about, whatever it was, what would that world look like? Have you ever really engaged with this concept of my perfect life would look like this? Live and dream in a way that you might have lost touch with over many years of hard real life. Because remember, once upon a time, again, you were a dreamer. You were someone who had grand visions of what was possible. And life, the the terrible thing about life, when we let it, is it will come along and just beat us in the ground with that abusive stick of no, you can't, you won't, it's not going to be the way you saw it to be. And that happens so often to so many things that we end up locked in. And we feel, okay, that's it. I can't ever possibly bring about that what i once visioned, what I once dreamed, what I once wanted to see in my life. It's gone. It's done. And that is not the reality. But life is more than ready and willing and eager to beat us down in the face until we think that it is. We will willingly eventually accept that there's some inevitability and we're locked into a destination that we have no control over. And this is sad because it doesn't have to be that way, but it's understandable because there's adversity. Adversity and opposition and obstacles are very real, and there is a tendency over time to feel beaten down and say, you know, I'm not going to be able to move forward. Another benefit that you would find if you engage with this life plan concept is you would be able to avoid some regrets. Now, we all know that regret is a deeply painful emotion to experience because there's no time machine by which we can change the past. It's the classic dilemma. Why in the world would we not seize the opportunity if we could? to avoid regrets entirely, or at least as frequently as is reasonable. There's no infinite avoiding of regret. But what if we were to undertake this exercise that would minimize the likelihood that we would look back and think, you know, I regret the way that I brought about this life. Because someday in the future, you'll have to look back and do an honest analysis and review and say, was that the way that I wanted the world to be? And in this system that I'm proposing to you, where you plan it out, crazy, crazy thought. I I know it's, it's pretty unusual that you would say, I'm gonna plan for something important like my life. But if you did it, your chances of being able to avoid regrets from not having made things happen and doing what you wanted to do and creating the life you wanted to create, you won't have to deal with that because you will know with certainty that you devised a plan and you sought to follow it and you created a result, and you gave it truly and legitimately your best shot. What we're trying to do is we are trying to design your legacy. Now, I may have already lost you here because I did propose that you should do some actual work to create great gains in your life by considering constructing this life plan, right? So I'm going to go ahead and go for the whole enchilada, and I'm going to say, you know... Maybe I can deal the knockout punch right here. This, this will be the test of grit and metal that will engage you in whether or not you're ready for this. I want you to design your legacy. And you know a good, clear, vivid way to design a legacy? I do. We're, we're really going to begin at, this, at the ending. As promised. I want you to think about what if you were able to write your own eulogy? Oh well see, see, this is this is off the deep end, right? That's it, Sadine. It's too much, too much, too fast. I came to have a good time on the success journey, and your ideas seem fantastic and cool, but already now it's some big nasty homework, and uh now my life is I have to think about how my life is going in. You know what? Nope, nope, not doing it. But I promise, as someone who has committed to the exercise, if you would sit down and be willing to undertake writing your own eulogy. Oh, that's harsh. That's so harsh. I get it. It's extreme. It's out there. But I was under the impression that you, good sir slash madam, came to find this powerful inspiration for change. And this is it. Because what do we know behavior is about? We have Two motivators. We have the head and we have the heart. And what we know here in all things that we are going to discuss in the Core Concepts Finance podcast is it's about your heart, right? And this is hard for me to admit as someone who speaks from the head a lot because I would love to have created a world where facts and figures drove all behavior because then I would have it so... Easy, let me tell you. Everything that I wanted people to do, they would do without hesitation because they were powered by facts and figures and logic and reasoning. And ergo, all things are successful for Sudeen. Hooray. Victory is mine. Candy canes, lollipops, Snickers for all. But this is not the world we live in because the only way to induce meaningful changes in behavior is through the heart. And you know what will actually produce a meaningful change in behavior in your heart? If you'll engage with this exercise, if you would be willing to think about writing your own eulogy and reflecting back on your life, you can overcome one of the most powerful forces working against you in the world. Here, let's do some fact and figure education. Who among you, don't don't be shy, let me know, has that good, solid Newton's first law of motion-y, physics-y thingy down? The layman's terms of newton's first law of motion tells us that whatever motion an object is in will continue in the same motion until an outside force acts upon it that's not just newton's first law of motion's physicky thing that's newton's first law of humaning so humaning is you will continue in this pattern of what you are doing indefinitely unless some relevant outside force acts upon you i'm going to wiggle with that a little and say some relevant inside force Force acts upon you your life has massive inertia resistance to changing the direction that it is going you don't want to change you want to change but it comes in little teeny tiny spurts right there's temporary "Eh, yes changing sounds good we're gonna change and it's over right i'm recording this in february i'm pretty sure the it's over schedule of new year's resolutions is peaking nicely at this time already why why is that because Inertia in human land is a powerful thing. We want to continue doing what we have always done. And it takes a lot of outside force, inside force, to knock you off that path that you have designed. And I'm just making a proposition that would actually do it. It will connect your heart to your life. If you sit back and engage with this eulogy concept I'm speaking to, what I'm talking about will generate that force. It may be the only way to do it. So, If you're willing, let's talk a little bit about the procedure here. I want you to identify your key relationships. So who and what are really important in your world? Your God, your spouse, children, parents, siblings, your colleagues, clients, friends, students. Who's important to you? How should they remember you? When they look back on your life, what should everyone think about? How should they think about it uniquely in the role they played in your life? In accordance with the answers that you start putting together as you engage with this idea of eulogy writing, I see it, it sounds so crazy even though when I say it, but I believe in the legitimacy and the value of the exercise. I want you to write some legacy statements. I want you to think about, I want so-and-so to remember What about you? What happened? What things did you do together? What time did you share? What was your relationship like with that person, those people? Make a mental movie. How does it play out in your head when you envision your life as it's moving forward from now? Because this legacy, this legacy you're trying to create, this is the U-shaped stamp upon the world that you're going to leave with these people. And you can design that in a beautiful, creative, and wonderful way if it's in your heart and soul to do it and you're willing to think about how you want to do it. Because you do. You know that you do. You hear that there's some wise chunk of wisdom somewhere in those words and you're thinking, yes, he's right. I really have a way that I want this to play out. Can I make it play out like that? And put it on paper. So that's the beginning of the process of the life plan. I've thrown you out some benefits. I've talked about really beginning with the end in mind. I mean, you, if you are the kind of individual who would listen to the Core Concepts Finance podcast, that five to 15 pages of life plan is starting to take on some life. Uh, see, see what I did there? So, so much clever with this podcast. Um, you can see how this could create some meaningful, powerful results in your life if you actually had a plan if you were willing to take that on. So I am here to help you start thinking about how to bring that to fruition. How can you really make this plan happen? So I've been alluding in vagaries throughout this entire discussion about the areas of life that you should be thinking about making things happen in. Let's do the legitimate deep dive now. Let's think about where and what we want to see progress in when we think about making a life plan. So uh, let's start with you. Let's start with the things that you need to do to take care of yourself properly. Um, That means for us that we obviously need our physical health and wellness. Um, Without a doubt, here in the Core Concepts Finance podcast community, we have no question, thoughts, or concerns whatsoever about the keys to spiritual wellness. We know that our relationship to our God will determine in great measure how effectively progress through all areas of life. And don't forget, don't forget, and I'm not worried about this for you because you're here with me. But part of your taking care of yourself is a continued growth in intellectual wellness. And that seems so obvious, but I, I didn't pull the statistics. Maybe I should have if I were a proper and gracious host bringing you the latest and greatest knowledge as I proposed I would do. I, I'm sorry to have underwhelmed you. But the, the problem here is you need some intellectual wellness. And that means continually striving for more knowledge and wisdom and growth. And that sounds so simple, yet it's not because, I, again, I go back to the drift. We live in a world where people just aren't excited about learning and doing and making more happen in their lives and developing further. And that's hard for me to come to grips with because that that's my thing, right? Like, oh, I want to be a better Sedine. How can I do that? Please teach me. I have this willingness to say, help, help. You're better at this thing, and I want to be good at the thing like you are. So help me to learn intellectual development take care of yourself we're talking about the spiritual the natural physical the intellectual circle of yourself your circle of being And then, once we move past the circle of being, let's talk about your relationships. Maybe you have a marital relationship. You have a parental relationship. You have your social relationships with friends. You have all these relationships you're trying to manage and juggle in the air. And the question I have for you is, how effectively are you managing those relationships? Are they as close and as strong as you'd like for them to be? Are they the relationships that you've envisioned in your life for yourself? Or have you started a revenge grudge match with everyone in your life and they've come to loathe and despise you? No, no, they don't really loathe and despise you. I just wanted to bounce the other extreme. But we know that we have people we love, people we need to take care of, people who are close to us, and we have our circle of relating. We want to build a stronger, more committed, more connected relationships in our marriages. We want to be the best parents we can be, whether we are parenting down to our own children or a parental relationship means taking care of the time we have with our parents now. We strive to manage that relationship, and we know the importance and power of friendship. Oh, yes, the power of friendship. Okay, okay, but seriously... I know how deeply and how passionately I wish I could find more time for all the people who mean something to me. I have so many friends and I think so often about how I wish I lived in a world where I could make more things happen with us more often just because I want to preserve the value of those relationships and because I love and care about people and I've got to take responsibility in my own life for being proactive and making that happen. That's part of my circle of relating. And finally, we have the circle of doing, right? So we've talked about taking care of yourself. We've talked about taking care of your relationships. What's in the circle of doing? So there we have the vocational. We have the career that you're trying to work and build on, and oh, we here at the Core Concepts Finance Podcast love us a good career path, and I can't wait until we delve into some of our content on that. But we also have Beyond the career or entrepreneurialism or business building in whatever form or fashion, climbing the corporate America ladder, you also do things avocationally. You're a hobbyist. There's something you like doing just that's unique to you. You have an avocational goal. Avocational, avocational. Lord have mercy. I should do some research sometimes. Reading is so hard. Um, But you have goals in your personal passions and dreams and your hobbies that you want to see. Oh, I want to make this happen. And uh, let, let us not forget, oh, dear friends, dear friends, about our financial goals that we simply must do. And again, I'm, I'm holding off tactfully as we progress slowly but surely toward the importance of financial goals in all of these things. But, you know, as well as I do, if you are under the sound of my voice, we got to get those financial goals done. So that's a nice big pile of buckets for us to consider our life. And let's, let's think of them as accounts. Let's suppose that we have collected all of these life accounts. The spiritual, the intellectual, the physical, part of our circle of being. The marital, the parental, the social, part of our circle of relating. The vocational, the avocational, and the financial, the circle of doing. All of these are accounts, your life accounts. And they're unique to you completely. You can really label them however you like. I just threw out the common major ones. They're all interweaving, they're all interrelating. We're going to separate them out here, though, just to give them each fair attention. If these were your accounts, where would each of them be right now? Would they be fully funded? Would they be like so many of your bank accounts, perhaps a wee bit overdrawn and and not disciplinarily minded? So we're thinking of all of these things as accounts. And they're your life accounts. And we're going to let them be as unique to you as you want. And we recognize they're all interrelated. We separate them out to give them the proper amount of attention. But if these were your life accounts, if these were the ways that you organized your mindset in the world and said, where is this account right now? Would you find that all of these accounts, all of these areas of life, are they fully funded? Are they stocked to the rim, overflowing with wealth and success? Or would you say that perhaps several of them, especially that financial one, people I'm watching, I know, I, I'm there with you, at least watching your bank account not be where it should be, are they overdrawn? Are we seeing that these accounts are not at all where they need to be? We're actually kind of living in debt in some of these areas. For each account, let, let's kind of have a perspective on these accounts in four different ways. Whether, okay, uh, let's say we have two dimensions. We're going to look at these areas of life and see whether or not you have a passion for them and see whether or not you're making progress in them, okay? And, And let's slap some clever names on these as we go. So let's take an area of life, whichever of the ones that I've discussed thus far, and let's say that you just absolutely do not care about it at all, right? Um, I don't know where that would be because if you didn't care about some of the things I talked about, that would make me sad for you, but let's play along through the exercise. Say there's an area of life right now, temporarily, you have no passion and you're making no progress. So you are truly in the drift. You are absolutely in no man's land in this particular area of life. You don't deeply feel a motivation to move forward and you're not making any progress. So it's just there kind of whittling, whining, dying away on the vine, tragically. That's possible. I think we've all gone through phases of life because we're human and we're weak and we struggle. Or You know, it's kind of a momentary hands up, don't care, can't do, no way to make progress mentality. And for a season, these things happen. Now, we're never going to fall into that long term, but that's certainly an area of possibility when we look at approaching these things that for a time, season, place, no passion or progress. What if you are feeling really passionate, hyper excited about something and making no progress? So maybe your core concept spot said, perhaps you should by this point be managing all assets globally and everyone should be investing with you and you have this deep, guiding passion to do so, but not enough progress because only point, oh, 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 1% of global assets are invested with you, but you have the passion. The progress isn't there yet. It's not as far as long as you would like it to be. You, my friends, are in the lift phase. You're not drifting. You have some lift because you're passionate. You do care. You want to see some things happen and move forward, but You're not making all the progress you want to at the same time. Now, I'm blessed at Core Concepts Finance with buying clients, many like you yourselves out there in radio podcast land. So I really do have progress. But for the sake of argument, let's suppose that that was the situation at Core Concepts Finance. You know where there's a lot of passion, no progress? Oh, Lord, have mercy. Sweet physical fitness. There's a good one. That's where there's all kinds of passion to be physically fit and, and strong and healthy and nutritious and such. And every year it's, I'm going to lose weight and gain muscle and that energy lasts. But we, we don't make meaningful long-term progress because the, the passion doesn't translate over. We, we actually can also experience the, the inverse of that. We have no passion but we're making progress in something. What would that be? You know what that sounds like to me for a lot of people? When I talked about that good vocational part back there, that seems kind of like the spot where we have no passion, but we're making progress. I mean, we show up and do what we have to do. We just don't really care about doing it. Oh, no, we are not going to live that life. Can't wait to talk about that later. But for now, that area of life is like a shift. It's just a shift. We do the shift. And we pop out of the shift, do the shift, make the progress forward. We're making progress. We just don't like it. We don't really care about having to do it, but it gets done and and we move forward by, by force almost because we have to. There's no other choice. And then sometimes in one particular area of life, there's an actual gift, right? And we know we found a gift area of life when we combine the passion, intensity, and fervent enthusiasm for that area of life with consistently, constantly making progress. That is the gift area of life. We all have those gift areas where we're just naturals. We rock and roll with no real challenge because that is, ah, see, it's well-named, it's a gift. You you see what, yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I'm sorry, I'm I'm sorry. Um, But this is the way that you can start perceiving these accounts you can be in drift no passion no progress you can have some lift you got passion but it's not going anywhere no progress you're just on the shift you have no passion whatsoever but you are making some progress and then sometimes things align nicely in your specific personal life and you have a gift both passion and progress to make things happen in that area considering these states of each account and what's important to you personally in this age and stage of life why don't you go ahead and begin to prioritize your life accounts? What needs the most attention today? What's doing okay for today and can someday be better? Whatever you decide, be certain, and I say this in love and passion and caring because this is the Sidine special right here, be certain to put yourself near the top. You must be able to give unto others and take actions from a full cup. You must be a physically and spiritually healthy person in order to give the best that you are able in other areas of life. With you taken care of, everyone else will get your best self and you will be able to enjoy doing that process of taking care of everyone else. Why did I say this is the Sadine special? Because I've been Sadine for 30 years and there's one thing about being Sadine for 30 years that I've learned and that is that, over time, I've had the great privilege and honor of helping so many people, and many has been a day, especially during the academic season, when I have gazed down upon yon phone, and behold, a text message appears. And the, the nature of the message is, how do I need thee? Let me count the ways.'" Forsooth and mayhap this day you may come and save me from the apocalypse that shall soon land upon my face. I need thee most desperately in this hour. Please will you save me from that which I must accomplish in my life. So that's a long drawn out version of Sadeen. I need you to do this for me. Please help. Thanks. Here. I appreciate it. So here's some compensation for your time and effort. Thank you. Goodbye. Um, Somewhere in there is the reality. But the reason I say laying out for myself, and a lot of you may be able to relate for this, is we may have the traits of the people pleaser, right? So we will take from ourselves, from our full cup, and before we can keep our cup consistently full by exhibiting the proper amount of self-care for what we need to take care of in our lives— we'll head over to other lives and fill all their cups until we run out and we have overdrawn that particular account of life our spiritual and physical wellness has been spent because we care about people so much. I do care about people so much. I've spent so much of my life trying to help everyone because I I am a people pleaser and I, I want to make people happy and I want them to be able to rely on sitting to help them get through whatever challenges have come their way. I'm passionate about doing that, but I've also learned the dangers and you have too if you're wired in this particular way, like I am that we can overgive, give beyond our means in terms of the natural, we, we give more time, money and energy to things and to people than we can manage and we overdraw instead of putting ourselves near the top. I don't say that selfishly. I say that so that we can genuinely offer the best love and quality of care and service in whatever situation we're needed. So that, that's why that's the Sedine special and some of you may be able to relate to the way I feel there. Man, that that's a lot of stuff, isn't it? Didn't I did I bring you a challenge today? How, how do you feel like I have made you step your game up a little bit in the Core Concepts Finance podcast in the first episode? Let's see. I told you that you need a life plan. You need to think about a life plan to start addressing this issue of drifting and floating along. You're trying to create this personal GPS. And I said, you know, a nice five to 15 pages of life planning. That sounds appropriate. And and then you got a little apprehensive. Like, I don't know about this Sadin guy. He might be a little radical. Maybe this isn't where I need to be because he's going to make me work hard. Maybe, maybe you'll be willing to, maybe you'll just listen along. And I welcome that. But I want you to be deeply engaged with what we're doing here at the Core Concepts Finance Podcast. And that's making things happen. So I told you to think about doing that life plan. I told you that uh, you should begin with the end in mind. Where are you going with this life of yours? If you were following it all the way to the true end of your eulogy and you were writing that eulogy, what would it say about you in all the areas with people in your life that mattered? What would you find to be waiting for you when you were watching back through that movie of your life and mine? And... I talked to you about doing some life accounts, taking stock of that, setting some priorities. What do you think is important today? How would you order it? What does the particular unique to you lineup of life accounts need to look like so that you can start taking action to really make progress in ways that you've never made progress before? You know, that, that really is a lot for one go round. That, that's a healthy chunk. Did you think that was a healthy chunk? I thought that was a healthy chunk. Um, so we're gonna make this a part one. See, that's how bad I am. As I talk so much that I can do it all again on these same topics, not the exact same topics. We're gonna extend this further forward when we come together once more in the future. But you gotta watch out that, for that, Sunine. He He's a rambler. He'll, he'll talk your ear off. But you signed up for it this time. Remember, you're not a captive audience. You're here with me by choosing to do so. And I, as always, am extremely grateful to have you along with us. The takeaway... Out of all of those exercises I proposed for you today it is a simple one. Remember that when we talked about how the possibility of drift ever came to be, one of the most underlying principles was that you can lose your way in life when you lose a clear vision of why your life needs to go where it needs to go. It's an incredibly easy thing to do because we live in a world that makes it happen so quickly and readily and easily that we turn around one day and the course we're on is not at all the course we imagine or in all ways things, the course we desire. Today we talk about a lot of those what's and those why's and it's my hope that maybe somehow in our discussion today that you feel more set on your why and you can again find your way. This has been Concepts Finance Podcast Episode 1, Living Forward. Thanks for listening.